Dread King Logan, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Edge. And if you're not, you're a peon. Take a knee and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Edge. I am your host, The Dan Brewer, and joining me by phone is my tag team partner, Del Dangerous, a.k.a. B-Mac, a.k.a. B-Money, a.k.a. B-H, a.k.a. The Chosen One, Mr. A.k.a. himself, Bernard. Welcome back to the show. I am great, Dan. I'm back. I'm uh, glad to be back. Um, you know, I've been out uh, first age and cold, so uh, how you been? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, last week you had uh, you and your wife's birthday, and I wished you happy birthday on our last episode with the Dread King and uh, Rough House Rob. And, uh... I flew solo on uh, BCWA Saturday. I went to Horror Slim. I know that's not your thing, but uh, I flew solo at BCWA. Got to uh, got to see our guest uh, that we have in studio with me uh, on Saturday night. So uh, it was a good time. Uh, Bernard, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at Bernard Hearn on <clears throat> Facebook. Uh, excuse me. Uh, that'll know something here. Uh, what can we find you at, Dan, on that? You can find me at Dan Brewer on Facebook, The Dan Brewer on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at PWE Pod. Uh, Bernard, where can they hear us? They can hear us on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, or your local streaming podcast, you can get. Yep, pretty much anywhere that you can hear us. You can email us at ProWrestlingEdgePod at gmail.com. Bernard, do you have any shout-outs today? I'd just like to shout-out all the Pro Wrestling Edge uh, fans and listeners. Uh, thank you for the birthday shout-outs, and uh, thank you for listening. And also, uh, <clears throat> thank you for, uh, just thank you for everything. All right. I want to uh, talk a little about Nuri Designs. John Drake, a graphic designer. He did our business cards. He did our logo. And... Um, you know, he did a fantastic job. If you're looking for business cards, if you're looking for uh, for logos, if you're looking for... He actually recently designed some um, some uh, ring gear and also um, an entrance curtain for a promotion. So uh, he's got a new printer. He can do key tags, pens, pretty much anything that you need. John Drake is your man at Nuri Designs. Also want to shout out uh, Hyperion Belt, Steve Thompson. Um, he does a lot of the local promotions uh, championship belts. You can find him at Hyperion Championship Belts on Facebook. He has a group page on Facebook where he allows us podcasters. He allows the promoters. He allows the independent wrestlers to, to promote themselves and and us to promote our show and let the promoters pro, uh, promote their shows every month. So uh, join the group, Hyperion Belts. Uh, he will post a daily championship belt as the belt of the day. He'll post um, matches of the day. Um, he's very open to allowing us to uh, have a forum just to be a family and talk wrestling and and whatnot. Uh, he also makes um, he also makes um, he also makes um, replica belts. So if you're in the market for an old ECW belt, an old WWF belt, or that wing belt. That is so famous with uh, WWE. Um, shout out to Steve Thompson, and he can hook you up. Uh, Alliance Wrestling Chat Community Facebook Group. Uh, it is a Facebook group on Facebook that I am a moderator for. Um, we have contests 
right now going on for the Royal Rumble. Uh, the winner of the Pickums for the Royal Rumble gets a, sh- a shirt from WWEshop.com. Um, second place gets a shirt. I believe there's a, a gift card involved somewhere along the lines, too. And the winners get a shout-out on Pro Wrestling Edge. So uh, go join the Alliance Wrestling Chat community group on Facebook. Chase Gilliard does a great job there. He's the guy that puts it all together. He's the one that runs it all. And um, come join us, and we talk wrestling. We do uh, chat threads during the weekly shows for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, um, AEW. So uh, get in the group and interact with us and talk with other people that love wrestling. I want to get into some few upcoming shows for the month of February. Um, Clash Wrestling is going to have their anniversary show on February 1st at the Brownstown Sports Center in Brownstown, Michigan. Seize the day. Elk gets his rematch after winning All Out War. He'll he'll get in the ring with Cameron Sky. I believe that's going to be a no disqualification or no um, um, no ropes or something match where you can't uh, get you know get stopped by the ropes or whatever. So there's some stipulations of that one. Jody Threat puts her Clash Women's Title on the line against former champion Nevea. That's going to be a great match. Um, Hello Beefcake winning the triple threat tag team number one contender match at the last show gets their shot at h3rd and also recently announced dragon greed will go in a grudge match against the undisputed king briar wellington bcwa comes back february 15th for outlawed no matches are announced yet but i'm pretty sure that um we might see Electric Elium and Blake 182. They kind of had something going on at the last show at uh, Got Your Six. So you might see that. Uh, Thursday, February 20th, Insane Wrestling Revolution. This is the promotion by Rhino. Um, are putting on a show Thursday night at 6 p.m. is the bell time. The main event for this one is Rhino versus Shane Douglas versus DBA. I know VIP tickets are sold out. There might be some general admission seats left. If you go to Pro Wrestling Edge's Facebook page, Gary Paulette, who runs um, Monroe Pop, who's also involved in this with Rhino, has posted the event on our on the Pro Wrestling Edge page. Go there, reach out to him, and if there's tickets remaining, go down to Monroe at the FOP Hall on Strasburg Road and check out Insane Wrestling Revolution. The first show was was amazing. I didn't get to it, but I heard nothing but great things about it. And how can you go wrong when it's something with Rhino? So the very next night, Friday, February 21st, we have Horror Slam presents This is Horror Slam. This is going to be the return of Nick F. Engage to Horror Slam. Also, we're going to have a unification match for the interim Horror Slam heavyweight champion and the current Horror Slam heavyweight champion, MM3, battles the old-timer Jeff King. I believe also announced today Detroit Punks is going to get their rematch against Dread King Logan and Osmodius for the tag titles. Um, Briar Wellington's put out an open challenge, I believe. Um, so look forward to uh, go to Horror Slam on Facebook and look for everything coming out for there. They also have a show the following month with uh, GCW. So check out Horror Slam's Facebook page. And again, Monday... Uh, episode came out that i interviewed dread king logan and roughhouse rob for the benefit show for holly that show is taking place this saturday uh january 25th um holly has that condition trigeminal neuralgia and uh, we're raising money for medical expenses um 
Medical insurance is expensive. Deductibles and co-pays are through the roof. And uh, we're putting on, uh, Roughhouse Rob and A7s are putting on this benefit show to raise money for her. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. Roughhouse Rob talks about a lot of the raffles that are going on, the prizes that will be there, and some of the matches um, we've talked about on Pro Wrestling Edge. But um, get out to um, the Grizzlies and Wyandotte on January 25th. General admission seats are still available. Reach out to Roughhouse Rob, um, or you can go to Pro Wrestling Edge on Facebook, and I have the event there, which can link you up to Roughhouse Rob to get those general admission tickets. Finally, we've got through all that. Um, we have a special guest in studio with me today. Um, I've had recently some of the young up-and-comers that have been coming out of the House of Truth Wrestling School, and tonight is no other. I have another one of those up-and-rising young talents here in the state of Michigan. Um, everybody joining us tonight is Dorian. Dorian, how are you? I'm fine, Dan. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on the show. And I, like I said in the beginning, I saw you on Saturday. You got the W at BCWA. You were in the VIP match. Um, and uh, before we get into your story and how you got into wrestling, I just want to let everyone know how I came to find Dorian. Um, so back several months ago, late summer... I was at a Clash Wrestling show, and Dorian was doing security at one show. He was doing the video uh, the uh, at, at another show. And then there was a show where at the intermission um, that the um, – I don't know if you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think the ropes were a little bit loose, and you guys got in the ring, and, and you worked on the ropes. Yep. And when you finished working on the ropes, you know, you – you know, you got that physique and stuff, but then you started running the ropes. And that was one of the shows that Bernard wasn't able to make with me, but my dad was there. My dad's watched wrestling his entire life, the reason why I watched wrestling. He goes, that kid can run the ropes. He's training. So the next show I come out, you are doing security again. I approach you. Hey, we had a conversation. You told me that you were at uh, House of Truth training, and... Um, from there, I've seen you at Horror Slam. I've you had you had a match at Horror Slam on the VIP uh, show. Um, I've seen you several times at BCWA and at Clash. You were in, I believe. Were you were you in All Out War? Um, were you in the Battle Royal? And yeah. yep, you were in the Battle Royal in December. So uh, I've been seeing uh, Dorian for a while now, and uh, we've always talked and wanted to get together, but it just could never happen. So we finally were able to get this going and get him in. So, um, Dorian, tell us when in your youth, like I said, my dad got me into wrestling. And, and I have an event I've talked about on my earlier episodes that, that I fell in love with wrestling with. When was it that you fell in love with wrestling? Uh, it had to be when I was about seven years old. That's when I really, because I've always watched it. I've always, yeah. like, you know, sat in front of the TV and would watch it or would watch someone play the wrestling games, but really didn't understand what was going on until about seven or eight. So gotcha. That's when I really fell in love with it and tuned in every week to, uh, to SmackDown. 
Okay, so SmackDown was your show. Yeah. Okay, was there a particular talent or a particular match that hooked you? Was there a star or a particular match that hooked you? Oh, yeah. Uh, my very first, like, match, not, not the very first match I've seen, but the, the match that stuck out to me was um, uh, I watched The Undertaker versus Big Show. I was watching their, oh, nice. uh, their feud, and uh, I just saw, you know, Big Show playing the mind games with undertaker he uh he had the bird like the christmas presents in the middle of the ring or whatever and uh he it was a small cat in this giant box the undertaker just destroyed the next box and then big show of course came from behind and you know did what he did but uh ever like you know like i said ever since then i always watched it like guys like uh you know who else would i watch uh matt hardy he was on there, and this was around the time John Cena was coming up, so I was gotcha. watching him a lot. And, you know, Rey Mysterio, of course, all the kids, you know, at that time loved him and still do to this day. And, um, like I said, just been hooked ever since. So one thing I heard you say was not only <clears throat> did an in-ring match hook you, but the story that they were telling. Yeah. You said the story of the mind games that Big Show was playing on Undertaker, and, and I remember that. Um, so I, I know exactly what you're talking about uh, when you speak about that. And so it is uh, a little bit different when, um, you know, fans can watch it and enjoy it for the entertainment it brings. But when you can actually truly value that story that they're telling, that's when it becomes a little bit different level. It becomes a, like a guy like me who is a wrestling fanatic who that's what I looked for. When I was a kid, I wanted to book matches. I wanted to tell stories. I didn't want to get in the ring. I wanted to do that part. So that part really intrigued me. And for you to say that was one of the things that grabbed you on that first big feud that you uh, that sucked you into wrestling, um, that's something that that kind of says that, you know what, your, your, your wheels start turning and, and, and you get it, almost like, you know, snap your fingers and you understand the whole concept. Not, not saying you understand the whole concept, but you get that there's something more than guys in a ring, you know, you know, wrestling around. You know, it seemed like you get it. So you fell in love with wrestling, and you did you ever take a break from wrestling, or did you watch wrestling? Have you watched wrestling all the way since you've been seven years old, pretty much? Yeah, I did take a break, actually. Um, I, let's see if I can get the age. I probably... I probably, when I got to high school, maybe, okay. you know, I, I took a little break from it and then would come back every so often. And then, you know, Undertaker would, like, do his, like, uh, like one match per year. Always WrestleManias. Yeah. yeah, okay. And I would, like, always be like, oh, I wonder if he, uh, what happened at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've always, like, kind of, like, you know, would come back yeah you'd always come back take the break and come back and then you know i've always and ever since i've still like even now i still keep up with it you know i don't really get a chance to watch as much but i try to watch when i can so yeah we had tanner on he said the same thing he tries to catch and and be honest with you dorian i do not watch wwe anymore um i'm not really into the creative way that they're going i do keep up with them on social media but since AEW came along, and they do such a great job with their social media, WWE stepped up their game. So you definitely can catch up and kind of get an idea of what's going on by their social media. So, uh, so after sometime after high school, you 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 got back into it. And when was it that you decided that you wanted to take that step? 
and pursue becoming a wrestler? Uh, it had to be in high school. You know, I always wanted it, – it always stuck in the back of my head. But, you know, of course, you know, people, you know, what doubt you. Oh, that's, that's ridiculous. You can't do that, you know. You can't do none of that stuff. So uh, I wanted to do it right after high school, but just, you know, you know, life gets in the way. Yeah. You know, I either didn't have the money or I wasn't in shape. Or, and, and like you said, doubters, you know, yeah. can, 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 and can definitely distract an 18-year-old from, you know, from going and, and pursuing a dream. So, you know, I completely understand that. But there come a point where you decided, I'm getting back into it. How, um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, how, how old are you now? I'm 24 now. So you're 24. So you, so you had a little bit of break after high school, and then you decided, look, I'm doing this. There's no stopping. I'm doing this. And I said earlier that. You're one of the graduates of the House of Truth, which um, they're putting out. I mean, I'm a huge Truth Martini fan. I've said it for a long time on this show, and and I just he just amazes me. I've talked to Truth in the last few weeks. We're actually going to set something up where me and Bernard go out to the school and have a sit down interview with them, and um, and interact a little bit you know passing out cards you know i want to give the new students too an opportunity to when they get out there to um have their voice heard here on pro wrestling edge so uh, we're definitely going to go out there and talk to him but how what was your process how did you find house of truth um how did your process go about once you decided that you were going to be a wrestler and you were going to take that next step how did you go about what was your steps on finding the house of truth uh, basically, you know, I just looked them up on my phone, you know, Googled them, went to their website, you know, looked at, you know, the payment plans and, you know, looked at the course, you know, it said, it said a 12 week course, you know, read all through their website, looked at some of the, you know, alumni there. And, uh, it was from then it was just, you know, working out, getting in shape, trying to get in the best shape I can. Cause like any video I looked at. To where people will talk about their experience with starting pro wrestling. They say you want to be in the best shape of your life, and you know you have to be you know there physically and mentally, because it's it's both parts of the uh, trade. So you have to be physically and mentally prepared, and you know once all that was taken care of, the rest is uh the rest is history. You know? So you found House of Truth. You went in there your first day. Um, I know Truth Martini is well known from Ring of Honor. Did you did you watch Ring of Honor? Did you know a lot about Truth before you went to the school? I I, I basically uh, crammed Ring of Honor as soon as I like heard who was, uh, <laughs> who was running the school. You, you, uh, you did some cramming of Ring of Honor. Yeah. So gotcha. You know he's he's managed some amazing talent. Um, yeah, for for what he does. And the other thing I like about Truth School is um, it's a twelve week course, but the door isn't closed at that point. You can still come back. Yeah. You can still come back, work on your craft. You can come back and help the next classes, giving them pointers and, you know, hey, I'm out there, I'm, I'm getting booked. And, and so, you know, it's possible, you know, yeah. you know, giving them the positive reinforcement and whatnot. So your first day when you walked into that school and you looked at your your classmates and you looked at the instructors that was there, um, like I said, I've had three of your classmates on, on my show. I've had Gracefully Chosen. I've had Tanner Nix. And what was your first thoughts when you walk in there? I've asked all of them this. What's your first thoughts when you went in there and you looked at the talent 
who was who was training you. You look at your classmates. What was your first thoughts uh, on that day one? I uh, basically walked in, looked around the room, met eyes with about like 13 different guys. And I'm like, okay. I had no idea who was students and who was, uh, you know, actual instructors. Yeah. Instructors. yeah. But um, to my surprise, most of the guys in that room were students. And I'm just looking like, you know, I thought I was in pretty good, like, condition, but there were guys that made, like, put my, you know, physique to shame, man. <laughs> like, we had one dude in there, this dude was, uh, he was, like, 6'10", 400 pounds, but, like, big. He was solid. Yeah, he, he wasn't, uh, uh, there was no fat about him, oh, was what no, you're saying, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, you know, when I just, you know, I just walked in there and just, you know, I always kept in the back of my mind, like, okay, I got to, like, you know, kind of, this is my time to, like, just kind of just chill out and just listen to, you know, always, like, listen and just, you know. Absorb in what, what Truth and the other coaches are saying. Um, who helped coach Truth during your class? Was uh, Mavado there? Yes. Was Mavado there. was there. Uh, was anybody else, or was it mainly Truth and Mavado? Uh, there would be... Guys in and yeah, out? Okay, yeah, that's the same thing that... Uh, that Adonis um, and, and and the other guys told me too. Guys were running out, but the main ones uh, was uh, was Mavado and and Truth. Yeah, leading the way. So this is a question. You know, Bernard had another call and he he had to jump off here, but um, he he always likes to ask this question. How was that first bump? How did that first bump feel? Uh, the first bump, I knocked the wind out of myself and hurt my ribs immediately. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, like, God, that's – I wasn't expecting that when I was, like, hitting the ground. I thought I did everything right. You know, I, I hit the ground awkward. And then, you know – and that's just the first bump. He has you He has you bump, you know. Like, that's the first thing you're learning. It's over and over and over again, yeah. isn't it? So I had to get right back up after being hurt. and like, all right, let's, let's try it again. <laughs> I don't remember if it was Adonis or if it was the shaman said that it was, like, a constant headache for, like, a week. Yeah. Does that seem about right? Like ringing in your ears. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you you had the same experiences as Gracefully Chosen did, and you had the same experiences Tanner, because Tanner said the same thing. It was just a constant headache, and then um, the headache started going away. They described it as like you know your body's calloused to the point where the headaches maybe not going away, but you're used to them, so so uh, so you don't really um, notice them as bad. Um, so you said you started off with about 13 in your class? Is that what it was started off with? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure 13 didn't make it through. No, uh, there were quite a there was there was a little bit like quite a few people that had to drop and like you know for whatever reason they would leave and uh, it eventually came out to about eight or nine of us that okay. made it through. So. Well, if eight or nine made it through, and I've sat down with four of you guys from that class at this point, and I've, I've got pretty much half the class yep. here on Pro Wrestling Edge. That's great. So you 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 went through the 12 weeks, and like I had said earlier, you, you started um, you know paying some dues and, and, and doing some work with class wrestling. Not in the ring, but you were doing some work with class wrestling where you were doing the security and you were doing the ro- the ring, you know, setting up, tearing down and and doing and then you got to the point where you were doing uh you, uh, you were doing the video for Clash Wrestling. Um 
And then I see you, like I said, I saw you at BCWA, but then uh, I seen you at a horror slam. And so you guys graduated, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I remember somewhere at the end of September of 19. Yeah. So just a few months ago. Yeah. So, you know, that that's a testament to not only you guys for, you know, getting yourselves out there and stuff, but Truth for putting out some of the talent that comes out of House of Truth and and that not only is he one of the best wrestling schools in the area, he might be one of the best wrestling schools in the state of Michigan. There's guys that come from out of state to come train by Truth Martini. So you kind of are doing a few things with uh, with Clash outside of the ring. Um, so, you, you like I said, you started outside of the ring doing some things with Clash. I remember that you... Um, we're, uh, we're, we're passing out flyers one night when the show was over and, and just do, doing everything that you can to, you know, to, to show that you're, you know, you're there to, and always brought your gear, right? Yeah. You yeah. always, brought, yeah. always bring your gear. I did the same thing with my podcast. Um, I always bring my gear. It's, it's my audio gear and stuff, but I always bring my gear with me while, when I go to shows, cause you never know when they ask you to, to, to interview one of the guys for him or something, we were privileged. Actually, we were privileged, um, uh, Bernard and I, to go to the BCIWA press conference and award ceremony. We actually sat with you. Yeah. Yeah, we actually sat together and we talked there. That's when we really, I mean, we had mentioned before about having you on the podcast. That's when we really, really was talking about it. And um, so that was that was a great experience you know the press conference and, and you were going to be there and you helped and you, and you helped mike blackwell set things up beforehand and set some tables up and whatnot and very next night um at bcwa you were on the show that's correct so i've seen you at horror slam i've seen you several times at, at bcwa you've competed at clash in the battle royal in december at all out war um, that our man Elk won, and like like I said earlier, he's getting his 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 rematch with Cameron Sky. But you, um, at this point, that's is is those the three promotions that you've worked for? Have you worked anywhere else yet? Um, oh, MPW. Uh, oh, you you worked for uh you, uh you worked for Baba at MPW. Yes. Okay. Um, was it the show that Armageddon came about that you were on the December show? No, it was the one before that. So uh, you were on the the battle royal. The battle royal, nice. So you've you've wrestled Metro Pro Wrestling. That, that's Metro Pro Wrestling. You wrestled at uh, Clash. You wrestled the BCWA multiple times. Uh, I've seen you at BCWA. You've been in uh You were in the October battle royal for Halloween, the costume battle royal. That's that. I think that was the first time that I saw you at, at BCWA actually in the ring. You you were there helping out before, but uh, you were in that battle royal. Then you came back uh, at the December show and uh, and you were part of H3RD for uh, that December show, um, which was great seeing you. I saw you at horse. I was surprised when you came out at horse slam. I saw you there, but you were kind of doing security and whatnot. And uh, th- uh, then I saw you come out for the VIP match. You actually wrestled. Was that your first intergender match? Yes, that was my first match. Period. <laughs> oh, that was your first match. Okay, so for singles. for for singles, other than the battle royals uh, that you were previously in. So not only was your first match singles match, um, an intergender match, 
you wrestled the now shine women's champion Jaslyn Navarro. That's right. That's right. Um, and then after that match, I saw you, you know, you know, doing uh, do, doing security at at Horror Slam. So yeah, that was that was good. didn't quite work out in your favor that night. It did not. But uh, it was still nice to see you out there. You know, I was pretty excited. I came up to you afterwards and congratulated you and everything. So um, I've seen your career start here, and I've seen um, I've seen where you you know where you started from, or just there helping out, setting the ring up, working on the ring, doing security, um, doing video. Now I've seen you several times in the ring, and, and it's nice. You know, Pro Wrestling Edge is a young podcast, and, and we've had some fortunate talent to come on and give us an opportunity and come on the show. And, and when we weren't even, um, I to this day, will tip my hat to Matthew Priest. We weren't even a podcast yet, and I reached out to him and said, come on the show. And, uh, you know, he stuck himself out for his neck out for us coming on the show for something that didn't exist. You know, we had zero listeners at the time that Matthew Priest agreed to come on the show. So, uh, as much as I love wrestling, especially Michigan Independent Wrestling, I like to give that back because uh, that was given to me in the beginning. Right. Somebody that he had no business accepting my offer to come on the show. So, um, right, so my thought process is I'm going to return the favor on guys that are just getting their foot in the door, guys and girls first getting their foot in the door, and and because. Michigan's a good state yeah, for independent wrestling. So um, I'm definitely happy that I was able to um, talk, sit down and talk with you. So there's a few more questions I want to ask you uh, before we wrap things up. So we've talked about the opportunities you've had so far. Hopefully I continue to see you yeah. on those shows, Clash and Horror Slam and, and BCWA and that. You 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 get your foot in the door there, and then you can branch out from there. Um, what are your um, you, you, your dreams or your goals for 2020 and uh, Michigan independent wrestling or wrestling in general? Um, my goals is is always to progress. Always, you know, you know, uh, I'm a big Rocky fan, so he said, keep moving forward, and that's that's exactly what I want to do. Um, I want to work on my craft more because, you know, I'm, I'm just getting, you know, my feet wet. So Exactly. So I can only imagine, you know, what I can do if, you know, I can, uh, if I can keep, you know, moving forward. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just, just, you know, to give you a little bit of um, motivation, TJ Meyer's been in the business a year. Yeah. yeah. And TJ Meyer's been a guest on the show and he's blown up. Uh, Electric Ely has been in the business for about a year. And look how much Electric Ely's blowing up. We're actually going to be sitting down and talking to Electric Ely pretty soon. Um, another guy that's... Uh, but you see where these guys are at after a year. Yeah. And um, keep your vision, like you said, moving forward, pr progressing um, with your craft. So I know it's early in your career, but uh, I want to ask you this question in two different ways. Who is your dream opponent in Michigan independent wrestling? If you could say any Michigan independent wrestler is your dream to get in the ring with and have a match with, who is your dream opponent as a Michigan independent wrestler? For, or another Michigan independent wrestling talent? That's a good one. <laughs> that's, that's a real good one. Um, I would love to wrestle any one of my 
fellow graduates. Like uh, that that that's on the table right now. I would love that. Um, now, like I said, this can be. I know there's a brotherhood there, and and it's uh, it would always that would be you know, a you know definitely something that all of you guys can check off the list. But uh, don't be shy. Is there a dream opponent, someone in Michigan independent wrestling, that you that you look at and say, that guy's on top, and I want to wrestle him sometime. Is there anybody like that? Like I said, don't be shy. Because we're going to put it out there. Cool. Uh, I've always kind of looked at, you know, Electric Ely. When he would okay. come into class, you know, he would, you know, he would, you know, sh- you know, show us, you know, what he's learned for, you know, for the past, like, what you said, year he's been, yep. you know, training. And he caught my attention. You know, I was I was real impressed. And I would, I would love for the opportunity to one day... You know, because we actually, not many people know this, we actually uh, uh, kind of wrestled before, but it was just, you know, at the House of Truth. At the, sc- at the school? Okay. Yeah, I would have, I had some of my early practice matches there, like, you know, my early matches there, you know, to try to show everyone what I had, and he ended up winning that. Yeah. But, you know. Well, concerning the fact that both you guys have worked for BCWA, um, that might not be... Um, too far off the horizon for you. Yeah. So I've asked you as someone in Michigan independent wrestling that you're looking forward to one day wrestling. You said one of your brothers that you went to school with or, or electric Ely. He was one that you kind of looked at as, as one that, you know, was put that offer out there to, to help give you any, any information and guidance that he had and knowledge that he had picked up in his time that he's been in there. Now let's talk about if you could wrestle anyone. This might be a little bit easier of, of, of an answer because you might have someone that you've kind of idolized um, that you've, you've always wanted to, you know, that you would be like, man, I, I just dream would be. And I don't care if they're WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Like TJ Meyer was quick and said, Alex Shelley, I want to wrestle Alex Shelley. That's his dream opponent one day. Do you have a dream opponent that's outside of the Michigan Independence? Oh, yeah. Um, John Cena. <laughs> yeah, you know, John Cena would definitely be one to um, learn from. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, let's see. We got, you know, of course, you know, the dream match. But he's retired. Rock, you know. I've yeah. Always, I've always looked at Rock. Uh, Chris Jericho. I've, I've been a Chris Jericho fan for a little bit, and I would like to see what he can do in the ring. You know, that's good. That's good that you have uh, have these guys that you've looked to, and um, you'll always say, man, just, if I could ever only wrestle Chris Jericho. Um, that's some great that's some great names you got there, Dorian, that you would you would like to uh, to get in the ring with. So. Before we wrap up here, is there anything um, that you've got coming up when it comes to wrestling? Um, any shows you want to talk about? Any anything that you want to talk about? Or, you know, hope maybe you can't say because stuff's not announced yet. But I'm I'm, I'm guessing you're going to continue to want to work with 
you know, the uh, the promotions you got your start with, Metro Pro Wrestling, Clash, and BCWA, and Horror Slam. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I the, you said the Clash was coming up. Yeah. I plan on being there, definitely plan okay. on being at Clash. Bring your gear if you're not already booked. You, like I say, don't tell me if you're booked, cause, cause you could, because you might not be able to, but always have your gear with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's going to be a good show. That, that, that one is their anniversary show. Seize the day is looking right now at being a good card. They've kind of been teasing some, you know, fallout between Dragon Greed and Briar Wellington for a while. I'm a big, I'm a big Briar Wellington fan. Oh yeah. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to him and Dragon Greed. Back in oh man, was it June? They had the uh, their version of Money in the Bank. Dragon Greed went through a ladder. Okay. Ever since then, I've had. Major, major props, you know, major respect for Dragon Gree to take that, take that ladder, uh, to go through that ladder, and they busted it in half, and uh, he's not a little guy. Yeah, he's not. Uh, to go through that ladder, he's a big boy. He's, he's, he's well over six foot, and he's definitely solid. Um, so, yeah, I definitely uh, have mad respect for him, and you can't say enough about Briar Wellington. He's been in this business since... Since since the late nineties, I believe somewhere around ninety five, ninety six. So uh, seeing a legend like that, and I'm a real big. I've had uh, Dr. Wrecking Ball on the show. He was one of my first guests. Big fan. We call him a honorary member of Pro Wrestling Edge. But uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Coleman. Oh, okay. And um, Adrius Abraham, Halal Beefcake. Um, I've missed them. They, they they started off working lately at some BCWA shows. They haven't been there lately, but uh, I'm a big fan of those guys. So uh, I'm looking forward to that match. And uh, I mean, how, what, what more can you say about Jody Threat and Nevaeh? I mean, that match might steal the show. Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah, to Yeah, I'm looking that. forward to Jody Threat. I've heard something about Jody Threat I'll talk to you about if you've heard it off the air once we're done with this podcast. But... Um, and of course, Elk and Elk's my Elk's my boy. Um, I'm a big time member of the tribe. I love Cameron Sky as a heel. I love his whole um, his whole gimmick he's doing right now. And their ten plus year feud that we've talked about on um, on the episode that I had on with Elk. So uh, I'm looking for. I'll be at Clash, so I'll definitely be rooting you on if 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 you get an opportunity to get in the ring. If not, I'll definitely be talking to you. Regardless of that show, um, do you have any social media or anything you want to shoot out there that you're on that you um, uh, that you want anybody to know about? Uh, or are you still young in the social media game, being a wrestler? I'm pretty young with the social media game uh, as far as like getting it ready for my wrestling career. Okay. I do have an Instagram. It's uh, Dorian Khan. You can you know you can find me there, and my Facebook is Dorian KLS. So nice. Yeah. Go follow Dorian. Go and uh, check him out. Like I said, we uh, I, I've seen you. I've seen you since the get go. So I'm definitely a big fan of yours, and I've and I'm enjoyed seeing you, seeing you progress from where you started to where you're at now. And and I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you, brother, sky's the limits. I see it. Thank so, you. Thank you. I really enjoyed your match at uh, BCWA this past weekend when you were. Um, when you wrestled on the VIP show against Rod Lee, uh, I really enjoyed that match. You guys, uh, you, uh, you guys 
you guys actually put on a really good show. And I'm not just saying that because you're sitting here with me, but you guys put on a really good match. Thank you. And I've seen you from day one to now, and like I've told this to your brothers, um, Adonis and, and, and the Shaman, I've seen that progress in them, and I've seen it in you too. So I'm, I'm excited that you've been able to come on and, and uh, sit down with us. You know, like I said, Bernard had to jump off. He had a call that he had to take. He had to jump off the interview. Um, anything else you um, you you want to say before we get going? Um, I just want to say one quick thing. You know, uh, any shout outs for anyone? This is your floor, man. Oh yeah, shout out to all the guys I uh, I graduated with. All my brothers. You know, I preach. I see all of you. I see it. You know, I see it. You know, I'll check all your uh, videos you guys post. I'm watching them. You know. And I've seen some real good stuff, and I see potential in all of us. And I just want to say, you know, for anyone, I don't know, like, you know, if you have any doubts as far as, like, you know, quitting or putting it down or just giving up, you know, I see potential. So I just want to encourage everyone to keep going, and hopefully we all see each other um, in the future. You know, that would be a good dream of mine for all of us to, you know, one day make it and tell these stories you know, years later. That would be cool. Yeah, and like I said, uh, I've seen Dorian from the get-go. I've seen him from when he was setting up chairs and setting up the ring to now I've seen him pretty consistently get um, I get on some of these cards. So it's nice to see your evolution and and definitely uh, something good to look forward to for you in 2020. And uh, I said this to um, Tanner and I said this to Adonis and, um, and the Shaman. Uh, six or eight months from now, I'll get you back on and we'll see where you're at. And I do this all over again, brother. Again, I appreciate you for coming on, uh, taking time. I know uh, you're 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 a busy man now that you're uh, in this business. So I appreciate you coming on. Check out his social media. He gave it out to you. Follow him on Instagram. And um, usually Bernard gives us his last words, but since he's not here, I guess I'll have to do it. And that's we out. <laughs>